This is the Traxxas Sector Warcast, a podcast about Warhammer 40k Conquest, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Lopez, John King, and Carl Anderton. Episode 25, How Carl Learned to Relax and Love the Crash. All right, welcome. This is the Traxxas Sector Warcast, episode 25. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm John King. And I'm Carl Anderton. Uh, what are we up to today, John? Holy mother of gene stealers, other cards coming fast. Well, Lurks Below has arrived, and the Wrath of the Crusaders is on the black ship. We'll share our nightmares with you. Regionals and the kits have been announced, and we've got one in our area. We'll tell you about our plans to make it special. New OP regulations and documents were also announced, and only because Tobin is really interested in talking about that. We probably won't. We do. But after all, we want you to keep listening. <laughs> the Death World Cycle is coming, along with Jungles of Nectivus, which introduces the Deep Strike mechanic. Uh, we're going to bullshit about this because, candidly, we don't know much. And lastly, Carl has found his warlord. He's flirted with Chaos, Tau, and even the Guard. But we'll talk about what draws him to his most favorite. <laughs> we had a one-week delay. We're sitting here because Colorado, in the last eight days, has been hit with two massive snowstorms. So we were going to record on uh, last Friday, but I got stuck in Denver. I didn't just, just didn't really make the drive again. I did that once, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. nah, I ain't doing that again. So uh, we're here about a week late, but I wanted to talk about what lurks below. I mean, what lurks below has hit us, right? We, Yes, the jungles is out. We'll talk about the jungles a little bit. But what lurks below is sitting in front of us, and other podcasts have done card-by-card reviews. I don't want to do that. I want right. to meander like <laughs> <laughs> because Because uh, why break a winning formula? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so here's the thing. So I, I played Selene Morn in a store championship, last weekend at Collector Mania because the Dying Sun, Dying Sun Marauder is out and the Cabalite Harriers came out as well in What Looks Below. And the Cabalite Harriers are the 1-3 that do damage when they come into play. Well, right? Another Cabalite comes into play. Another yeah. Cabalite. Good old-fashioned red yep. deck so they, and, they, and they react to themselves as well, right? Mm-hmm. So with those cards coming out and Gut and Pillage, which, you know, when, when What Looks Below was spoiled and Gut and Pillage came out, I'm like, yeah, hey, whatever. Holy mother of Zinch. It's an amazing <laughs> thing. When you trigger it, mm-hmm. I've, I triggered yep. it. I played four games. I went three and one, and I think I got second. Maybe I got, maybe I got third. I didn't get first. I, got, I can't remember. But wow, it was an amazing card. And it's not one that people see coming. Oh, yeah, oh, I, I won this little bitty battle at a red planet. Gut and pillage three resources. Kablam. Yep. Kablam. Right, yeah. and then that kind of swing. That, that kind of wow. swing. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. it set me up to just play a lot of cards next time. Next right, round, and then that right? triggers the ability of the Dying Sun Marauder, where after you get you gain those resources, so then they ready. Yeah, well, the Dying Sun Marauder is a wonder, because that gain is you get it on when you get it from a command yeah. mm-hmm. win, you yep. gain it. When you raid somebody, you gain it. Mm-hmm. When, you, in other, in other, when you play her ability, you pay two for a Cabalite and get one back on a red planet. Once per once per phase, you can untap. You can ready him. Yeah, so they're, they're great oh, to take along yeah. with you in the warlord train. Like, oh, oh they're, yeah, they're not oh, exhausted. Not, oh yeah, not, oh, yeah. Not absolutely. Oh, you, I gained one. I'm gonna untap these guys, and it allows for some planet one bullying. And I gotta say, she she was not Kith, and I enjoyed playing her. <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was the first Dark Eldar, first four Dark Eldar games that I really enjoyed playing. Uh, it was it was fun, and I look forward to doing more. of it. Well, staying on the ambush front, I got together um, Subject Omega. Yeah, uh, Omega, yeah, yeah. Yeah, recently. Um, I have currently assassinated two Warlords out of four games. Wow. For starters. Wow. Because the Imgal is hilarious. That guy just, yeah, just blows my yeah, mind. Yeah. He, he has also, as well as being the fact of he turns up and kills someone, he's also now winning the award for uh, most likely to be squiggified. You're playing against a buddy of mine, oh, yeah. on deck, and he's like, I've got six. Zero. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Although, to be fair, in one, in one game, it was, I throw him down, and he comes a six four, it becomes a zero four. I throw another one well, down. Well, five makes him a one four, but yeah. One four, right. so yeah. yeah, I, yeah, throw, yeah I throw yeah. him down, it becomes a six four. Oh, <laughs> two of them? I'm like, yes. Yeah, I've been having a ton of fun. Gene, Gene, Gene Implantation is a ridiculous card. The amount of swing that has given me on, um, on various fights where it's all, I beat someone up with my many Gene Silver on my Warlord. And then steal it from you. As I was saying earlier, scrap nabber. Twice I've stolen scrap, gone to a planet where scrap nabber's hanging around doing his normal little command job. The warlord goes out there, I kill him, and then I put him in place and leave him there. You stay here, give me resources. I'm going over there for a battle next round. Yeah. Guy's crazy. 
guy, the guy, the guy is so much fun. I mean, it's it's typical Tyranid problems. You mess with your command a lot. You fiddle with that fight. Although I got a really a really interesting theory I saw about that that I've tested out so far, and I think I have to agree with. This particular warlord, at least it is a Tyranid, wants to hold one main planet. You get a few things on there. You put infestation down, so you threaten when um when other people. When um, command cappers or uh, command or warlords will come over for the fight, right. you threaten that it's not safe for them to come over and beat up your venom throat or whatever, um, and just dump a few things on there for the bonuses. And when the gene stealer harvester comes up in final gambit, um, he'll be another one that does that because he's basically the Eldar survivalist but with two attack, right? And a gene stealer. Right. So, well, and, and oh. do you know what? Do you remember what gene t implantation does? It's after a gene stealer unit you control destroys an enemy unit with a printed cost three or lower by an attack, destroys by an attack. Put that unit into play from your discards pile under your under control at the same planet. <laughs> so you, it's a one cost event with one shield, and it is his signature event. Yeah, and by so, the way, use the unit so the warlord can do this. Yep. So he yeah. very often goes over and goes, "Mr. Rogue Trader, let's turn you into a cultist. You work for me now." Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, love it. Yeah, and and then of course, being an astro militarium guy like I am, the laser gun did come out, and. It's a fantastic, fantastic art, fantastic idea. It really hits to it. it just evokes all these feelings for me, having read the, <laughs> the, the God's Ghost stuff. stuff yeah. You know, like they're constantly <laughs> talking about their laser guns and charging them over fire and charging them over a, a flame and all this stuff. And it's just an indestruct indestructible gun, right? And that's what thematically that indestructibility is because. Hey, when an attached unit leaves play, return this attachment to your hand. <laughs> and it becomes a shield guard. Oh, man. I, I like what lurks below. Uh, some people have been... Jason uh, has been messing with this drone defense system thing, and he likes it. <laughs> uh, so I currently have two of in Elder really awesome. Yeah. yeah. Both for when people are swarming a planet. They all turn up exhausted. Or the, um, the the combo I haven't pulled off yet, but I've scared people with, is the put it on someone who can move into the as a combat action, so the Wild Rider or someone on the bike. Yep, Yo. Wild Rider Squadron is 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 huge with him with yeah. that with that attachment. You know, attached to a pilot or vehicle unit, and you exhaust the unit to deal two damage to each exhausted enemy unit mm -hmm. at the planet. So Wild Rider comes in as a combat action, last person in, and he says, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're just going to activate the defense system. I'm going to exhaust it." Everybody takes two, right? It's it's really awesome. Regionals are coming up, and I gotta say I'm excited. Mm -hmm. So, I got to look at the uh, regionals pack at Total Escape, and this the Necrons mat is just oh, it's so beautiful. I don't know. Maybe it's the green. Maybe green is my favorite color. I, I, I'm 44 years old. I maybe I finally figured out that my favorite color is green. I don't know, but uh, that's that's pretty cool. The the damage counters are neat. The plastic glossy spot glossy IDs is I think what they're called. Those are pretty neat. I, I'm really looking forward to it. So you can confirm for us they are giving out the new Necron Warlord. Yep. 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 Crazy. Uh, there's actually five copies in the pack because the TO has first rights to divvy them out so wow. so the to will get as far as i can tell i didn't read the material but there's five of the spot glossies in our in our pack there's nine mats there's a god-awful number of counters we didn't count how many counter packs there are and then um 64 of the necron participation oh, cards the immortal guy isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. so it's really cool total escape is going to uh, be hosting it one thing we're going to do with it is we are going to offer some swag to folks in the form of unstoppable counters. Unstoppable bloodthirsty counters. Some kind of yeah. universal counters. They're orange, kind of a fireball look, fairly small. But for all of you who are going to participate, Trex Sector Warcast are going to hand out a little quantity of these counters. Four or five per player, most likely. And they're intended to be used for unstoppable and bloodthirsty. And uh, we'll put a picture of them on our Twitter page and our Facebook page. So you can take a look. Yeah, so one of the things that's, that did come out of FFG, there's a whole ton of stuff that came out as a result of Gamma, which is the industry's game 
Game, 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 game. game Association Manufacturer. Manufacturers Association. I've been to the dance. I don't know. I can't remember what it is. Gamma. Yes, it's G-A-M-A. The, it's, the re- it's the retailers it's and distributors and publishers um, Gen Con. Right, essentially. right, it's right. A, it's a combined um, regular game conference and a, a, an industry. Yeah, industry and there's power. a lot of learning and announcements that come out of Gamma. A lot of learning that goes on. They hold workshops for retailers to help develop the retailers and in, in their various skills, knowledge, and so on and so forth. A lot of information seminars. Mm-hmm. So one of the things came out was this announcement that organized play has been much more structured. So they have, and it starts with what they're calling a fundamental event document, in which that which is global in its scope. It crosses all the games, and it identifies the types of game tournaments. So you have it, casual. Yeah. yeah, it mentions it mentions tiers of tournaments and then tournament structures. Right, yeah. right, right. So you have uh, official and unofficial events, mm-hmm. and you have tournament and league play, and you have open play, of course. There are tournament tiers. One of uh, There are three tournament tiers, relaxed, formal, and premier. So relaxed are intended to be open game night kits, most likely special rules, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Formal are tournaments that are expected to, where people are expected to have you know, some experience with the rules, Maybe some experience in, in competitive play, but what does it say? So players should be familiar with the game rules and be prepared to exercise that knowledge to play at a reasonable pace. The focus is a friendly, competitive environment. So mm-hmm. formal is where you know game night kits may come into play, but it's most especially probably store championships is probably the first level of formal play. And then premier are going to be the regionals, nationals, uh, internationals, Continental Championships, what have you. Okay, so those are those three. And then there's tournament structures. So they have, what do they call it? So it's tournament structures it's a, a and basic, tournament tiers. Basic, the structure is basic and advanced. And essentially, right. for right. each game, there'll be a slightly different um, layout in what players are minimum, what players will cause a cut, what type of cut, right. when, that, when that cut, how many rounds, exactly. et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Essentially, it boils down to basics are shorter and advanced are longer. Right. Pretty much. Yep, yep. Really and so cuts. there was a lot of discussion that, uh, that I was involved with on Facebook and I think we got a little confused because the basic tournament structure and the advanced tournament structure, the big deal there is how many people it takes to get to an official event. Mm-hmm. So an advanced tournament structure, it requires a minimum of nine people to recognize that event as official. Mm-hmm. So a lot of folks, not, not uh, unjustifiably, were assuming that store championships would be advanced and therefore in, if a store championship didn't have less than nine players... Would it be official or not? Would it buy be handed had, out? Had it had to have nine. It, that, mm-hmm. that any store championship has to have nine players. Or, mm-hmm. But you know, I we went back and forth. I tweeted with FFG through our tweet, our, our Twitter account, and FFG said that the tournament structure will be identified in the tournament materials. Yeah. I was so I think they're gonna. I think what they're doing is they're gonna try to. And I said this online to some extent. I think they're leaving it up. Game by game, moment by moment. Mm-hmm. So when they release a, a store championships for a conquest card tournament, they might make it a basic tournament structure. Yeah, we or allow it allow the TO to make their call. Yeah, we got the um the spring kits just recently, and the spring kits were clearly timed to coincide with all this because uh-huh. every single one we've seen has the new documentation, which basically talks in terms of this new structure. Right. Explaining relaxed formal premiere, what it means in terms of that particular game, you know, details for that. It makes no mention of tournament structure. So essentially, at least for the moment, tournament structure is down to the location. They say, how many people do we expect? How long an event do we want? Right. And, there was, and the, I think the point is that they want... They for want the game some, night kits. This yeah. is important. Yeah. For the game, game night, night kits. kits. Oh, yes, totally. For the store yeah. championships, they're go- those are going to be explicitly laid out. Yeah. It will be... Well, it will be explicitly that in terms of either use this structure or this structure. Yeah, exactly. But my, my point there is that the, I think the, the more than they more than they want a certain tournament structure to take part of a certain event, apart from regionals and mm-hmm. love where it matters, they want people to be able to advertise it as this is a formal, basic tournament. And then anyone taking part in it goes, oh, okay, I know what to expect. Right. I think that's right. the biggest complaint FFG have hit is that, and it is a... a a, because we're because um, game retailers are generally small companies, many 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 small companies who right. do things differently. That is a big a big reasonable complaint that people go to one tournament one place and another tournament another place and go, this is not the same. This is right. not even close. Right. So what FFG wants is unification. Yep, so. and they, and they've uh, I recently got access to Tome to use their software. 
in, in advance of the regionals so I can know how to operate it. And it's been, it's been good. They've, they've been developing it over time. I talked to some other retailers who showed me how to use Tome. And they have said, wow, this has changed, this has changed, this has changed. And the, the retailers who, who showed me these things also said, don't do this, don't do that, don't do the other thing. It seems, tends to crash when you do those. So well, they've told me what to avoid. And so far, I've used it, I've run three test cases and one actual tournament, and it hasn't crashed yet. So looking I, good. I was, I was going to say, I mean, if it can be blunt here from what I've heard, is it, is it still particularly beta or have we got a more functional piece of software now? It's getting there. It's getting there. When I asked for the access, the FFG employee said that they're hoping to tur to, to release it off beta soon. Wow. Right? So one of the things here is that our tournament, our regionals here at Total Escape, here in, here in Colorado, is going to be April 16th. So it is going to be in the early stages. Uh, regionals can start April 2nd. Guess what? Ours happens two weeks later, right, on the 16th. So what we're not going to have is we're not going to have the Death World cards out yet. Now, um, segue warning. Yeah, segue. This is the segue, right? So we have what's the next one? It's what looks below just came out. Oh, Crusaders, Wrath of the Crusaders yes. will maybe be out by the 16th. That's three weeks as we record this. At the rate they're doing things, things at, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, um, it, could it, it could hit. Yeah, it certainly could. So we're, we're almost looking at, at the card universe, but Jungles of Nectavus, 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 Nectavus. I, it's, there's all kinds of, there's all there's three freaking vowels in this that could go. It's, it's fake. It's way. fake Latin. I think Nectavus is pretty close. <laughs> <Latin. laughs> it's fake Latin. Yeah. Why? Because the U.S. Yeah, is no, that no, what no, it is? The U.S. <laughs> more, more of the fact. There's you have the US a point, on the end. The U.S. makes it Latin. More of the right, fact that produced by, by GW, <laughs> by, uh, by FFG. But so, yeah. It's so, better in the original Tau, mm, and the U.S. makes yeah, it Latin. Yeah, sounds yep. So, uh, I'm a linguist. It has the deep strike mechanic, this, this idea that you can play a card face down for one resource, right? And then pay a cost to you, you, you deploy it at a planet, or you deploy events... Uh, the first planet too, isn't it? Unless I'm going nuts. No, you can play it anywhere. You can play it anywhere. Okay. Yeah, you can play it anywhere, and then you play the deep strike value uh, at the beginning of a battle. That's the first right? one I'm thinking of. Okay. So, if you're playing it at the first planet, you better be ready to pay that cost, mm -hmm. right? Or after, at least after the command struggle, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But if it's happening somewhere else, you could potentially not have to pay that cost for a while. You mm -hmm. wouldn't be able to unless a battle begins actually is what happens mm -hmm. right well it's an and you know i mean the mechanic is definitely interesting but one of the things it's going to allow you to get the unit out um basically deploy it and then count on count on okay i'm going to get these three resources i'm going to get four resources from command ideally mm -hmm. you know i'm going to win i'm going to win this stuff and then that'll allow you when the battle happens i'll be able to pay for it where normally you wouldn't you wouldn't have been able to deploy that unit, so it's it's, it's definitely interesting. I do like the surprise mechanic, like oh, there's something there, but I don't know what yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's an extension of ambush. Again, having played um, the uh, Omega a lot recently, you very quickly learn how to, to couch that, mm -hmm. how to be ready for that kind of effect, and how yeah. it, how it plays out. You know? So so my question, Carl, is is there a similar mechanic in the min minis game? Yeah, deep strike yeah. is. Deep Strike is straight from the original 40k miniatures game. Okay. Um, basically, it's um, it applies to alternate ways of deploying. To, to do do the whole meta thing, first of all, in the miniatures setup game, the idea is that you play on a, a laid out table, four, four feet by four feet was the, was the common one, and um, you have a certain area, a couple of inches in from the edge of the table, where you can place your units. And at the start of the game, you would lay out who's facing who. Right. You know, put put your put your one squad over here, your tank over here, things like that. After that, you could deep strike units that basically meant you were ignoring that restriction on where you could go. So they could end up further across the table in the opponent's point zone. And the reasoning for that would be a variety of different things. Um, the Space Marine drop pod is the classic one. Right. The idea that a, a unit... A unit well, the stealth incursion, right? I mean, that's basically what it is. Yeah, I mean, well, it's a mixture. I mean, like, the drop pod, obviously, is the, is the modern, like, Halo-style jump. It's the, it's the, it's the sudden uh, um, landing of, of a vehicle elsewhere. I mean, in the, in the minis game, that literally arrives by deep strike. Like, the thing comes down, some guys come running out of it. It's actually right, a vehicle. Right. 
the other other option obviously would be stealth stuff. Someone's infiltrated an area and is waiting to suddenly appear. So mm-hmm. gene stealers would deep strike. Oh, okay. Yeah, they would suddenly pop up from the ground and race towards <laughs> things. You know, um, old chaos veterans, rattling snipers, rattling, rattling snipers. Dead would be, eyes? Yeah, rattling oh, dead okay. eyes would be a classic. They would be they would be hidden in an area, suddenly pop up and start shooting people, things like that. So it, it covers all those deals. Um, Necrons like it. Necrons in the setting play around with um, teleport technology a lot. They're um, they're okay. big dealers. They're very very good. Yeah, they're we've seen some of that out. in the cards, right? Yeah. So they would they they'll have deep strike cards. I'll, I'll put that right now. Yeah, no doubt, yeah, it, yeah. it was their big deal. The the idea with Necrons is res- resilience is that they, when a Necron becomes badly damaged, they teleport it to some little elsewhere place where it gets repaired and sent back. Right. And they're um they're they're uh, I don't think we've seen any of, the, any of their flyers yet. But again, in the in the minis game, they have big um, big uh, troop carrying sh- um, fighter ships. Like a like, like a aircraft is what I'm going for, but they look really small. There's like no volume to them. Yet they can pump out all these necrons because they're a node for the teleportation stuff. Oh, so all they okay. do is fly forward and act as a forward transmitter to okay. beam necrons onto the planet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was and I was thinking about this on the drive up. I I think what we'll have is because of the of the cons- the, the hidden nature of these deep strike cards. I think what we'll end up having is each faction will most likely have will have at least one common of each type. Maybe not a support. I think I think at least the impression I get is that you're going to have a deep strike event. You're going to have deep strike units, and you might have deep strike attachments. Yeah, that's. I don't think mentioned. you're going to have deep strike supports. That wouldn't thematically. That just doesn't yeah. seem to make sense. Yeah. But so you have three of these. You have these three types of cards. Uh, all having deep strike. We've we've seen attachments. They previewed an event and they previewed a, a unit. What I would guess is that you might have one of each type. That's uh, so you have two of each type for each faction. So you have two Astra Militarum units that are deep strike. One is common. One is loyal. One event is common. One is event is loyal. One attachment is common. One event because if you don't have multiples of those types. There's no disguising. There's, there's no surprise factor. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you, well, there is yeah. a surprise factor in that you, if you play two of them, they might be two events or two units or two, something else. Mm-hmm. But, but it, but it's, it's it, but the surprise factor is heavily right. weakened. If yeah. especially if they're loyal. If yeah. I'm playing AM, mm-hmm. and there's only two AM loyal deep strike cards, and that's it. There's no there's no al- there's no possible ally cards that I can use. They can guess what those are. Yeah, yeah. you know. You know yeah. that might be a way of evening it out, but. I, I don't think so. I'd, I'd like th- to think that there's going to be. Do you think all the deep strike? Do, no, do you think all the deep strike stuff will actually come out all at once? No, no, no. Yeah, no. I think they'll be in packs. Yeah. I think, I, I think it will be interesting yeah. to see if they'll any be dribbled out over the cards. cycle. Be nice to see if they, any of them turn up as part of the world. Oh yeah! You know, so something to help oh you find those walls. Yeah, yeah. That's so, a, that's so a fun that, thought, isn't it? Oh yeah. wow, that would be pretty interesting. That would be a really nice, heavy, heavy theme for someone. Yeah. The Elysian assault team you're such a fan of. Oh yeah. The Elysian guys are the are the guard, are the guard, the Astra Militarum's experts at um, at basically at deep striking. Yeah. Pretty yeah, much, yeah, that's yeah, their yeah. deal. Is they drop in from air. Yeah. So it could be cool to see a, a Elysian um, uh, thingy uh, Astra Militarum warlord, for example. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be interesting if you have a warlord that that triggers deep strike abilities. Like you can tri- you, you can you know put deep strike abilities in. Either you're not paying the one when you put it in, or you you can you can uh, you, you pay him one you pay one less or something like that. I, yeah. I did I, yeah. while we were sat here. Actually, I had a thought about something, and I, I'm gonna I'm putting another limb out here. I'm going to predict an Ekron card. I was mentioning about the whole teleporting stuff an Ekron does. One of the iconic things to Ekrons is the mo- monolith. I think they've shown one card so far for it. Um, the monolith is a big floating building. Right. Mm-hmm. Necrons right. have pyramids, and they have enormous energy weapons on top, and they hover above the ground and destroy everything right. in There's, their path. It's a whip yeah. or something. The, yeah, the, the particle part. whip. Yeah. Particle and these basically the idea is like um, I'm trying to think of a reasonable comparison. Uh, Stargate, the big the big thing, the big um, uh-huh. the big uh-huh. uh, ghoul thingies in Stargate. Imagine one of those hovering across the battlefield, enormous energy weapons in every corner, this massive great crystal blasting huge holes out of things and just destroying things as they go along. Well, they have a portal in the front of them. And this is one of the major ways they get large amounts of troops onto a planet, because a portal spews Necron warriors. These, in, in, Again, this is in the miniatures game, in the setting. They float, These things float forward, land somewhere, and become a forward base on the spot. Okay. So in the game, they would move forward, land, and Necrons just pump out the front of this thing. I'm going to predict that a monolith card that allows you to play something as if it had deep strike. Because this is a planet, you may take a card from your hand and treat it with these deep strike values. 
So not so, so maybe not with so the maybe not a resource that has it's a deep strike resource, but yeah. a resource that enables deep strike. Yeah, yeah. that I yeah. can see as a support. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Okay. Yeah. That lines up nicely with the style, and it's very much their theme. Because yeah, th th this is the kind of thing that they did. I mean, that's functionally how that thing happens in the in the setting. So wow, that's yeah, that would be pretty cool. Maybe a certain cost unit cool. or something, or maybe mm -hmm. it's an expensive deep strike trick, but you still get it in as a surprise. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, I can, I can, well, I can see yeah. them. It doesn't necessarily have to be expensive. Maybe expensive, expensive to, to, uh, uh, to, to, to deploy. But then, once you have it out. You're you're able to just play anything as a deep strike. Mm -hmm. That would be interesting. I mean, it's all balanced. I'm thinking more of the more of the cost to either deep strike it or the cost to reveal it. Right. Yeah. But but these are, again, these are all speculative things. Totally. But that that lines up nicely with their style. And I mean, I can see thinking back to the way Magic has handled this. I can see plenty of things that will go when a card when a deep strike card next to you is revealed. So the only reason you're playing this is really to get some kind of right. reaction effect. Well, talking yeah. about revealed. So there's a so in the fan when they. There's an Astra Militarum event, one cost, one shield, called No Surprises. And it's the picture of a tank, flamethrower, blasting away at the jungle. Yep. So my take is, and the, and the irony here is that it's covered up. Right? Yeah, so, so, no, no surprises. so you don't know. So it's a surprise what it does. Yeah. So it's an Astra Militarum event where you either reveal or destroy all the all the deep strike cards at a certain planet. Yep, something right? like that. Or, mm -hmm. you know, or, or it's, maybe, it's one. Maybe, maybe you just reveal one, or maybe you destroy one, or maybe you... Whatever it might be, mm -hmm. uh, so I think that's yeah, really for one, cool. For one cost, it probably because yeah, I was thinking like, ah, cost. deep strikes, you know, cannot be, you, you can't pay any deep strike costs. So if you had three or four units there, and you and the astronomical terrain play, but that that's would, actually not a bad idea too. Yeah, but, but, but oh, for sorry, one but cost would be oh, that would be so powerful. Like I've got three or four <laughs> units, like for one for one resource, you're screwed. Like you can't play deep strike cards at the planet. Like you can't reveal them. That's what I mean. So, oh, so, oh, so oh, that's so you you've already. Oh yeah, that would be too. That that'd be way too yeah. powerful. So you've already invested. This. So probably <laughs> what it is, no surprises, is it's like either let's say I've gone ahead and paid the two or three resources to put two or three units, yeah, deep strike units, and the astronomical turn plays like nope, we're gonna go ahead and play no surprises. So you have to pay for that right now. You've got to you've got to turn them over and pay for them right now. Ooh. And or you, destroy them or if, something like and that. And I would yeah, say, if you um, can't pay for them at that point, if you can't pay for them, they're gone. Yeah, force that's activation. That's what I can see that card doing. Yeah, force activation or the style tricks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a good call. As, as you as you were talking about, I was thinking about my what I would think it would do. But I think you might be on the money. I was going to say um, uh, reveal and route them if able. Yeah, so if it's an event. You're out of luck if it's a unit it goes to HQ, so you don't lose don't lose as much. But what matters is they're not at the battle. Yeah, right. it, could be, it could be any. It could be any of those. Yeah. Right, right. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, because that's the thing, though. though with, with deep strike, you know, as soon as I force you to reveal it, I know what it is. But then what? Does it go back to being exactly? Being face I think down? it goes. Yeah, I think it yeah. goes so, face down because it's not active. But you yeah. know what it is, right? Yeah, because otherwise, because no... otherwise, it's kind of like, oh, I'm going to force you to reveal it. Okay, I reveal it. You know, and it stays face up. I basically got a free deep strike unit for no, that no, 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 thing. No, no, no. Yeah, can't work exactly. that way. Yeah, well, I mean, but, but but bringing it up and sending it back for one seems a reasonable reasonable uh, compromise. Yeah, it's the big part, which is it's not at the fight. Well, like, yeah, you've you, fight, yeah. The, and, and yeah. I mean, we're completely theorcrafting here, speculating. Yeah. For one cost, you either have a planet wide event that does something like just reveal everybody and then put you know turn them back over. Yeah. Or you have a targeted. Target a deep strike card and either destroy it, return it to owner's return hand. Return it to owner's. Well, you probably wouldn't return it to owner's hand. Ooh. You probably might just destroy it. Return for to, one, return, for one, right? Return to. Well, that's what I mean. For for, 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 for only yeah. one, for only one cost. I mean, yeah. You know, even, yeah. hey, even Archon's terrors too. Yeah. Right. Return to hand. You've got a good point. That that I think is the best all around for that kind of cost effect. That sounds the most likely to me. Because yeah. it still screws with you. You still, you know, you have to pay to put it. Do we know if people have to pay to put deep strike to put things? Deep yeah, so yeah, you, you, pay, you pay, pay one resource. resource yeah, to so put that's, it a, that's an entirely reasonable trade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I pay one resource to put it out. I pay one resource to, to make it back. It back. Yeah. Well, we know how this game well, goes. Well, so right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? <laughs> I pay two to put this re this, this support out, and so I pay two for you to get that next turn. <laughs> oh, yours. <laughs> you can get that again next turn. There you go. Oh, yours. Actually, since we're on the front of mentioning fun supports and subduel. Um, I have to bring this up. Smash gun battery. What do you mind with using this? Smash gun battery. One of my early one, one of lurks my... below the the orc. Yeah. Support. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Deploy action. Exhaust this support to have each player deal a a 
amount of indirect damage equal to the number of cards in his hand among units he controls. So, I've been playing a lot of Eldrath recently. I get many cards. <laughs> I was uh, when I when I ran into this, I was playing Omega, and I got many cards. I was on eleven, I believe. Oh my god! Now my opponent was on seven and was playing a very strange. Um, really massive vehicle Gorzad deck, and it was really, really good laugh. And he put this thing down, and he hadn't. I, I, he put it down and went, and then he, he goes to trigger, and he's like, "I'm like, you've got seven cards in hand." He's like, "Oh, it's both of us." Oh, okay. And so it turned into a moment of, "Hmm, well, I'm not doing this right now." And both of us had to basically <laughs> get enough cards out of hand to, to mitigate the damage. And now, hilariously, I haven't got this on my deck right now, but just at that point, I'd been trying something different with Omega. So he's like, um, "Okay, I play this guy, and I do that event over here, and I put this support down, and I go." Biomass sacrifice. I get rid of five guys. <laughs> I gain a ton of cash, and now I can handle this damage. And there's a use for biomass sacrifice, <laughs> right folks. There, right you know, there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sacrifice all this flesh so I don't get hit with a big battery. Yep, they'll, they'll all explode. But he That's is working awesome. on this and Cacophonic Choir, and um, probably in Kugaf for more indirect damage than you can possibly oh imagine. <laughs> you know, yeah. oh and I'm like, ooh, okay. Because he says just putting one damage on Kugaf. It's pretty nasty because mm -hmm. you make his attack so much more awful. Let, yep. uh, not even accounting for the fetid hay stuff. Yep. I distribute five amongst yep. my side. That goes on the Kugath. Have some yep. fun. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. But yep. I have to bring that one up. And and so yeah, I, I was messing around with that option already. With, oh, with the yeah, bother like, oh, oh look, <laughs> damage. Especially, especially with, yeah, especially with fetid hay. like, oh, indirect damage. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll put five on her, and let's fed it haze, and everybody else dies, and yeah. Cacophon Acquire, and I, I was really trying to figure out, I was like, now how do I fit in the Orklanda as well? <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> so I mentioned as well, um, another little thing, uh, when I was thinking about Kugath the other day, uh, deep strike stuff, avoiding um, when you deploy to the planet. Tricks. Yeah, yeah. Or not being here at the start of combat. The start of combat, take a damage. Well, I'm not currently a unit. Exactly. So I can't yeah, take a damage. So, yep. Yeah, you know, yeah. lots you, of, you lots can, of can, fun little deals there. Yeah, you can you can orc cannon there. You can do all this stuff that's going to be indirect damage, or direct damage at the. You can warp storm at the planet. Yep. Soften stuff up, and then I mean, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I really, I really, I, I know everybody says, oh well, you know, this card's not uh, tournament quality and all this. It's like I, I really, I really feel like it's doing a disservice when people don't play with those cards. Because oh. well, there, think, are, there are cards yeah. that are designed to be fun. There oh are no, cards. absolutely. And I think, and I think from from what I've read lately of the of the group, the online group, uh, what I see in Facebook is there are people that do play this game completely casually. And there, yes, there's a there's a time to be competitive. Yeah. But then there's, uh, I I saw a post where uh, I think John Yo, who's who's part of the Tactical Squad podcast. He's like, I took like thirty damage from Smash Gun Battery. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's like, I could, I had a like, so he's playing. He, he's at least playing people who have cards like this in their right. Well, deck, you know, right? I mean, I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna remember like, oh yeah, I won that one store tournament way back when playing War. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. but you know, I, I'm gonna remember. I'm gonna remember being able to kind of you know. Do, do the whole Orklanda and like I sure hope this is a goth knob on top that I can force Carl to do five damage and it was you know I mean that that I was gonna, no, I was gonna fair play yeah. no, I was gonna say I mean I, uh, you talk about that sort of thing the last store champ we played that I definitely had an achievement unlocked moment when Eldorath finished off war yeah to assassinate him yeah. that's not a particularly efficient way of doing it but it's hilarious when it's poke <laughs> you know, yeah, down he goes you know well you know, I you think know. I think those are the ones that make make the make the most impact at least impact to me because uh, I, I couldn't even tell you how I, I couldn't I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you like oh yeah last last tournament I I played Commander Shadow Sun and I went four and two but I couldn't tell you how those games actually went <laughs> but I could tell you you know the Orklanda yeah, game yeah, which yeah, yeah. I mean you get your head you know the first couple games I played with Tobin when he was introducing me to this game when I got my head beat in and it was just kind of like he was playing Kato and I was playing Strachan, and it was it was really just, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I see. I don't remember that. At all. <laughs> like, I was playing Kato. Yeah, Whoa! Was. <laughs> well, we, oh, well, I think what it was what it was you had a Space Marines deck and you had a Strachan deck. Oh, oh okay. And, 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 and you like, yeah, Here. maybe that was it. Yeah. And, you, and then you know, yeah. Exactly. I, space, I probably had a Space Marine Tau. And, a, and then you had the track and orc, orc one, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. And so and so we just shuffled up and played, and it was just, you know, th those are the, I think those are the moments that 
for me, stick with me, make it fun for me, and what hooks me. Not like, oh yeah, I, I totally dominated this I mean, one tournament kind of thing. A lot of the Soul Champs have been to, we can see that. There's a, yeah. it's, again, this is, not, this is not trying to divide the community or anything. But no, 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 of, not at all. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, in, particularly in this next comment, which is you can see a group of people. I played against, like, here's a wall deck on one side. And, I got, and like, um, no offense to the fellow I was playing, I think it was Evan, who was like, well, you know, I, 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 I'm playing Eldraft. I enjoy playing Eldraft, but I don't think Eldraft can beat war. And I did win that game as it happens, but it's one of those like hubris comments. But the point to him was, I'm taking more because I feel he's efficient and effective in the game. Right, and that's, he is. Uh, he's uh, yeah. <laughs> You're a small so, champ. That's really awesome. Yeah. I love but war. War loses. Yeah, exactly. There, there are games yeah. war loses, right? Yeah. I, yeah. This is a good transition to the store championship for Total Escape, right? Yeah. So we we had a Total Escape store championship a few mm -hmm. weeks ago. Uh, nine players, I think, because yes. we had a buy. So yes. we had probably had nine players. You played Eldroth, mm -hmm. which is kind of what we were getting to earlier in our tease with John is Eldroth is your guy. If I found the warlord right you've, now, yep. You've fallen in love. Yep. The Psyker has taken control of your heart, yep. right? <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know. I'm playing on that. That's fine. Uh, the, but, but you and I played in that tournament, and it was it was a game of swings. There were like two turns there where I... I thought I had control. I thought I had the win. And guess what, John? And then guess what Carl plays? He subdues, subduels my forward barracks right before the end of a command yes, round. Yes, before like, a combat. I waited, and I'm I waited like, all the I'm way gonna through the win, combat. Because I'm going like to get me some guardsmen at the end of this. I'm going to swing, boy. And he's like, subdue. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's now a bit different. I, just, yeah. I was like, okay. All right. I. Well, I lose that planet then. <laughs> I think I lost it too, yep, right? Yep, yep. I ended just, up pulling it out. Just lost. Well, yeah. The, 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 the really um, funny thing is, by icons, the way, I, I checked through the. Yeah, it was Nikon win. I checked the um, and numbers going back over. When you and I played, it was for first place. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it after was. Everything else, yeah. Because we played in the last round, mm -hmm. and Dan and Dave were playing uh, at the top table. Mm -hmm. I had beat. Dan was playing Kith, and he had beat me first round. And Dave was playing War, and I had beat him mm -hmm. third round. Yeah, so we're both two, so, we're both two and one at this point. Right. Um, strength of schedule put me in second place before that, with Dan being first. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if I so that last planet that we got to, if yep. I finally if I'd finally swung that out, yeah, that would have been yeah, yeah. one way that we got we yeah. got that first place. But so that was that was a really good game, and unfortunately we didn't record it. We recorded theirs. The top table. The top table <laughs> on the final game. Yep. And we had. Except we the last had, Oh yeah, it was a wonderful thing. And because of strength of schedule, so then there was you, me, Dan, and Dave, all three and one. Mm -hmm. I had beat I had beat David. David beat Dan. And Dan beat me. And you hadn't played. I don't think you'd maybe you'd played Dan. Yeah, I didn't play Dave. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. So, so that's where it came out. So. I don't know who you you hadn't played any. You'd only played me. But then, anyways, so we were all three and one, and I won on strength of schedule. Yep. I was like, oh, I was really scared. <laughs> I was really scared to hit results. Like, I was like, okay, no, we're all three one. I don't know what the schedule. You know. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, go. I would have demanded a the, recount. <laughs> but the, except uh, I'd already been watching. I'd been like, hey, where am I? The the you game know. between it was a mirror match between David and I. We played war, and that was a good game as well. That was one of those where you're just like, okay. This is critical, right? Mm -hmm. And the, the, and I managed to bloody war. I think turned round two, turn mm -hmm. two. We we might we might comment on people playing the same warlord uh, over and over and be like, oh, we want to see different warlords. But there is something to be said for the chess game of playing the same one against each other and just yeah. turning into purely yeah. okay. How well can we play this? Right, <laughs> you know, yeah, right. there is you know. And yeah. it was a phenomenal game. I, I I got him between a rock and a hard place after I bloodied war, and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm confusing games because then we played. I played at Collector Mania last weekend, and I played him as I played Dan as well, or David as well, and he was playing Omega. He was playing Omega, you know, two days after he came out. So, yep. bully to him. Yeah. I, I was I had an Omega deck, but I was like, you know what, I'm gonna play. It. So I but I built a Selene Morn. Yeah, I um I got a I got a War Assassination round two. Was it yeah. round first round? Yeah. But so one, yeah. so that's not the We're that's not the most <laughs> amazing news. So oh, Saturday, Lord. this Saturday, Total Escape Games. I'm wondering if Carl's going to come down. I don't know. He had said, yeah, maybe, probably not, though. You know. Eh. Yeah. To be fair, I don't so, decide. So, so, so I get a phone call from Carl. Mm. 
my phone. I'm, I'm at Total Escape, and I get a phone ring, and it's Carl Anderton. Oh, okay. Let me answer. Yeah. Hey, Carl. And Carl's like, yeah, I'm on my way down, but... Um, well, okay, but um, I, won't, I won't go on with what I said to him. I'll describe okay. what happened to me, which is... Um, this is kind of... I, I, should I mention this? Uh, it, it, uh, for reasons to become aware, I've told this story multiple times, and I'm at the point now where I can't... I couldn't possibly get myself in trouble by talking about it more, if you know what I mean, so I can make this one public. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm driving down one of the main streets heading towards um, the Total Escape. I uh, slow down for a traffic for a traffic light, for a red light, start to pick up speed, and someone behind me plows into me at a meaningful rate of about 40 to 50 miles an hour. Holy sh... Boom! Yeah. So suddenly I get a surprise and go... And base, as I said to everyone, basically I get this, this mixed sigh of like... This side, which is a combination of, this is ridiculous... What's going on with my car? And I'm supposed to be going to a car tournament. <laughs> and that honestly is the three-way hit I get. And I, and I pull over to one side, and um, short version, my car is totaled. The person behind me, um, I do have to be clear, to the best of my knowledge, is not injured. They were not. They were not um, evidently injured there. They were taken away. They were an older, older lady who'd hit mm. me. Um, they were the, the ambulance took them off to be sure. But I've heard nothing else since, so I'm assuming they're perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, since the insurance company of hers is more concerned with the enormous lack of back of my car than right now, <laughs> you know. So, um, so that was all totaled out. So I call. I'll call so, open and kind of go. I was on the way here an hour early, as it happens, by the way, because I got my time wrong. Um, <laughs> and, and go like, can I get a ride? <laughs> Basically, can and, someone and come and grab he's me? He's only two miles away from the. Yeah, seriously, he's two like, miles away from the store. So he, so yeah, he called. We we text back and forth, and eventually, uh, Jason, one of the friends of the podcast and a friend of ours, is is he goes and gets him, comes back, and and Carl actually has to bring his his level of, of adrenaline down <laughs> to play, to play. In the first round of a tournament, yeah. right? Yeah, I think I made the comment to the, yeah. the first guy to uh, to one, one of the guys. It's it's bring this little back. If you if, if any of you guys listening are not involved in anything like this, very occasionally you get a tiny bit of internet celebrity thing. Like I've heard you online, and it's always weird and hilarious, particularly to me whenever I get that. Yeah. I'm like, really? And one of the guys who walked was you. You're the British guy from from the podcast, and I'm and I'm going and I'm and I'm there very politely going. You're right, and I have no idea what's going on right now. So <laughs> give me a moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm just My like, head is still spinning. <laughs> yeah, yes. no, I'm a little bit confused and dazed right at this moment. So yeah, yeah. And then, well, then, then, it, then, of course, that's a fun bit of the story continues. Right, I right. played my first round. I, I beat War, which is a pleasant, pleasant, usual surprise. Getting that done, I'm like, I defeated War, and my phone goes off, and my phone's been going off all morning. My my uh, father-in-law came down to check. I was okay. He was nearby, and he rode out to uh, to, to make sure I was cool and see if I needed any help. Um, I should mention this is my father-in-law on a decently sized, expensive uh, Harley Davidson Road King. So when the police turned up, it came to a matter of, "Are you okay? By the way, nice bike." Um, <laughs> which is pretty much what happened. Um, and he he turned up. He got see I'm cool. Gone up there. My wife Jackie is uh, is up in Fort Collins. She was supposed to be going riding with him too. They both have Harleys. So she gets in the in the old car, the backup one, because this is the new one we managed to get to um, in the crash. Unfortunately, yeah. she starts driving down to here to you know to make sure I'm, I'm in one piece and to get me home late, later. I, I when I arrive at Total Escape, I basically go, well, something clearly didn't want me to play, so I'm going to play now. now. <laughs> <laughs> I've just decided like, this is going to happen, you know, kind of thing. Um, the, it's really funny. The police and the emergency guys were saying, just go go about your day. You're fine. Go go do stuff. You know. I was like, cool. Oh, well. I'm certainly yeah. glad that everybody yeah. walked away from that. Well, oh, oh, okay. one second, sorry. <laughs> Play my first game, Defeat War. My phone goes off. Jackie and uh, Jackie's calling. And um, I think I can best summarize what happened by describing what people would have heard me say, which is, like, yeah, okay, okay. Wait, what? Splutter, 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 bluster, bluster, bluster. Jackie, I just want to confirm, you aren't joking, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I, heard because you. I heard you. Because on the same road that I was on, Coming from um, coming off the highway, she was rear-ended in the car. <laughs> on the same oh. hours apart. So, so uh, like I should make yeah. this, this is in the Denver, Denver area. Yeah, we, the, the street, the street uh, is one hundred and twentieth. <laughs> so you have been warned. Okay, Saturday morning of spring break, twice two people, you know, in different vehicles on the same same road. And um, as I put it later, when, when, the whole, when the whole thing had finished, it's like, I need to get down to, um, like, 136th area. Um, how can I do that not using 120th? So I went home via Main Street. Yeah, yeah. I bought you lunch. Yeah, was, <laughs> I was, was like, like, okay. Oh, uh, so, so is the other car totaled as well? Yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was a, it was a It was a bump. It was oh, a bump. But, yeah, but, yeah. but, but yeah, still. still. <laughs> I mean, you know, here's Jackie. Like, here's Jackie driving down. Her husband has just been in an accident that totaled their car yeah right yeah. so she's obviously like whoa 
yeah. right? And so she's a little wired as well. And then she gets rear-ended, calls him, and he's just like, you're not joking? Yeah. No, really, you're not joking. No, I'm just like, I think you said clear. it three or four yeah, times. Yeah, I just want to be clear on this one because you, you understand my incredulity. And I, I was about to say, I would, I would have had a forward phrase going through my <laughs> spit now. Are you effing kidding me? You know. Yeah, no. Well, that, that's pretty much, bar, barring, barring, the, barring the profanity, that's pretty much what her dad said to her because she called him as well. Because remember, he's, I should explain, he's left a meal he was at. Right. With a family. Come and check on me. Gone back home and gets his call. He's like, you're kidding me. <laughs> you, 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 are, you are kidding me at yeah. this point. He's like, nope. So seriously. that's the store championship at Total Escape. <laughs> yep. From Carl Anderton's point of view. I'd like to remind you folks, the, the, the Colorado Regional is being held at the same location. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The regionals Plan will be your route accordingly. <laughs> so so the, the, and to summarize there, Main Street. Main Street gets you a Total Escape. Yeah. So stay off 120,000. Maybe stay off 120,000. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. my word. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's his story. <laughs> It's, it's a heck of a, it, you know, you know, he, he got third in a tournament, but who cares? He has a story <laughs> to tell for the rest of his life, yeah. right? Oh, it's, it's pretty amazing. Oh, uh, so, and, and yeah, there was a lot of war. I played it. I played, we played in Loveland, uh, where I played war, went three and one, got third place. <laughs> I played, then I played in Total Escape, uh, went three and one, got first place. We played in Collector Mania. I played Celine Morn enjoyed the heck out of myself and I got second or third place and yeah, it's it's fun, fun. these mm-hmm. these the, the whole little gauntlet of store championships we had 10 at collector mania everybody gets mats well I played in wizard's chest one I played old one eye at wizard's chest and that was that was fun and and it's just really cool to go to these like just a little snippet of of all these store championships it was very casual. If you're a listener to this podcast and you have a chance to go to a store championship, there's not many left <laughs> as they end uh, next week. But go. Go to a game night kit. Go to a game night kit event, right? Whether it be a league or anything else. They're just It's just great fun. People didn't play. I think War won. No, that's not. Jake and Loveland played with Kith. And then I think War won a lot of the store championships. But there were a lot of us there that were the same players. We were just playing different decks, right? We were just we just and we all kind of played war. And okay, I played war enough. I, I I've won. Now I'm on to a. And I played Slade Morn, and the only person I lost to was a was a war deck, right? And it was a great time. It was a great time. So tell us a little bit more. Uh, I want to hear a little bit more about your discovery of Eldoroth. Eldoroth Starbane, Ooh, wow. not Starblaze. Yeah. Starblaze, yeah. That's so, why I referred to him as. What is it that? Yeah. What is it that like? You and I talked briefly over that game. Mm. Is it control? Is it surprise? It's a combination of things. I realize how powerful that warlord ability is. I mean, it sounds stupid, but I mean, his (laughs) his warlord ability is rockingly strong. Used appropriately, the uh, my commit to a planet, I exhaust one of your units. Yeah, it may it may as well be a a built-in Archon's Terror. It's you 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 because generally most combat most combats resolve themselves in the first combat round pretty yeah. much. If it goes longer than that, it's a very different type of game. It's you usually know. war because no yeah. one no one wants to retreat. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, and those backing out. So you turn up and go. You don't take part. Yeah, that's crazy powerful. Combine that with mind war um, and the fact there are a bunch of good psychers anyway. Uh, Warlock destructor and his command unit. Mm-hmm. His command units. I've got. I've now. I don't think I've played the deck where I put a unit out and as many people go. Oh. Starbase command, really? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I hate well, this guy. I, I can <laughs> say that you went to every effort to protect your warlord. I mean, he in our game, mm. you retreated. You were like, "Yeah, I think I'm good," and yeah. you, you well, just retreat because like, he doesn't cause do you much really there. wanted to keep. Yeah, yeah, he's a one seven, yeah. so he doesn't really get into combat. He triggers everybody else. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, foresight with him is the big one that I love. Is the is the the, the ability oh, to place yeah. place units somewhere, then da- bounce off somewhere else to screw with someone in the in the command. That's a great part of it. But it is it's the control style thing. It's again, I know I know I keep going about this, but playing playing um, ambushy decks like Omega, is, uh-huh. I realize that's why I like him too. Is both of those decks is where you end the turn going. I have a few units on the table. I have a interesting number of cards in hand, and I have a lot of resources. And your opponent has to go. 
Look at the hand. Look at the resource and go. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know what's coming. <laughs> what is coming yeah, from over there? I don't there? know what's coming. What is coming from over there? Yeah. In terms of efficiency, um, Doom is a ridiculously strong card. Still, a well-timed Doom yeah. gives screws <laughs> everybody. Mm -hmm. But in particularly, particularly war players go. I have got about seven. You bye bye guys. Yeah, there were <laughs> yeah, there yeah. were a couple times. <laughs> you know, there was. I played a game. I played a couple games lately, and I think maybe one of them was against you, mm -hmm. where I went. I really hope he doesn't have a doom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, you know, I, I retreated everybody. And I, I don't think you did. If no, you I didn't, did, you yeah. didn't play it. Yeah. Oh, because you mentioned it afterwards. Yeah, I, was like, I wanted the doom. doom. Like one, I'm turn doom three. Gave me that planet. Because I yeah. had, I had gave uh, me that planet half easily. a dozen units. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I did, I, you did subduel the four barracks, but yes. then I did put it back out. Yeah. Because but it but, is but so that's powerful. the point. Yeah, that's, that's right. the point of that card. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the tricks in there. It's it's a combination of things. I realize that. Um, I always have to rewind and explain this a little bit. My first proper card game is Netrunner. Right, and I very quickly realised that I'm a court player, manipulating information and the ability to lay out a plan and plan and let the opponent come and find out what it is, and then to control that situation is something I'm good at. Right. And Eldorath, I think, is one of the warlords that specialises in that tactic. Both a combination okay. of when I I can go out and quite safely go, yeah, you don't get to do those things, right. and then I can sit there going, and I have a bunch of things you don't know what they are, right. and I can. Well, blind war this. is especially powerful. I mean, yeah. we, that, that just came out in the, one of the more recent war packs, yeah. and that's especially powerful. You get to exhaust somebody else, yeah. right? Gift of gift of Isha. I mean, I know I, these are old these are old stories, everybody, but that card, oh, that so card. this is what I was thinking. Yeah. So so it occurred to me on the way up. So you have a deep strike card. A guy that doesn't get the guy you don't trigger him. You're mm -hmm. playing Eldar. Oh. We don't know what Eldar. You don't trigger him. Oh no, you're and right. And he dies on the first planet. He goes to your graveyard upside up, and you gift the Visha him into the next into battle. The actual fight. Into the next battle. Oh, no. <laughs> you've got a darn good. That's a horrible fall. Is there, is like, that's, so you're oh. like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to pay the deep strike cost of three or four or whatever because I want him. I want him to fight over here. So he goes. He goes away from the first planet, and you gift the Visha to him into, I mean, that, that, into that, that, that the a subsequent battle. I mean, put, putting putting him out as a deep strike unit to make the opponent respond to him, and then not doing something, and in yeah. fact having a different yeah, plan yeah, yeah, is yeah. entirely an Eldar <laughs> method. Yeah that, yeah, that is entirely an Eldar <laughs> trick. Oh my a Harlequin God. card. Oh, Harlequin is awesome. Yeah, but I so, gotta but, tell you, yeah, Harlequin but, won me a game. Oh, you mean for deep striking? It might be I mean, a Harlequin. I mean that one though. It's, that's a that's a Harlequin thing. They are yeah. the misdirection Eldar. I can buy that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Harlequin won me a game last week against the, the, uh, uh, the thing you got against on, Omega. Yeah, yeah. Against Omega because I had I was Shrug. playing Selene Morin with Eldar, mm -hmm. so I had there they were at they were at uh, the first planet and he had a bloody warlord. With a couple damage on him at the second planet, and I had some units. His units were exhausted. Only his warlord was ready. So, and he's like, "I have to attack somebody." Uh, okay, I'll attack the Harlequin, and he knew very well what was what was happening. And I'm like, "Okay, I'll exhaust your warlord." <laughs> and he's just like, "Oh my, yeah, I think I'm done." He had shields, so I attacked him twice with my two units. Subsequently, I attacked him twice with the two units, and I and he had shields to protect, but there was one. More, he had one more hit point left, and he's he's sitting there, and he we we ready, and he's just kind of sitting there, and he's just like what? And my warlord, Selene Morin, is sitting on planet four, which is Aatrox Prime. <laughs> <laughs> so he just goes, yeah, That's a I problem, don't have that? any shields left. You that's, win. That's <laughs> and a problem. So that was, if I retreat, so I die. If he yeah. retreats, he goes back to HQ with one hit point left, and I hit it with Aatrox Prime. Yeah. And oh so it was, but the Harlequin triggered. Yeah, <laughs> you know? did the job. It was hard. It was, I got to admit, it was a little hard to figure out where to play him because you want him to trigger. You want him to right. get an attack in and then and then trigger. So it was a yeah. little yeah. wonky. I wasn't sure exactly what I was doing there, but it worked out. Mm -hmm. I would, um, so. I don't, I'm, not to, to, to slightly interject, and you're talking um, Omega again. Um, current favorite interaction between the last two war packs is that one of the guys we're playing against. I'm doing a fair bit of Gorzod, and I think is it. It's either his main one or Rickety War Buggy, which is the three one. Yeah, three yeah. one. Yeah, it's Rickety and War Buggy. Rickety War Buggy. Sorry, throws on Rickety War Buggy, and the middle of middle of combat over and over again has been invasive gene stealer. Reduce that guy's hit point by one. I can't target him. I can't damage him, but I can give him zero hit points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, and that's so what it actually, you know? actually, David did that to me too. He did yeah. one point of damage to someone, and then reduced their hit point to one, and Oof. I die. 
Yeah, I, I've, I've done it to a Valkyrie so far yeah. as well, which is pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> or is it reduced by? It's reduced the hit points by one and add one attack to one your one guy? one hit point to the OTR guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, cool. If it drops to zero. Yeah, they toast. Yeah, yeah it's that was the other. I've had the other way around as well. I've had that Gene Sealer in one of the fights. That Gene Sealer did exactly that. Toasted something else. Took three damage. Then in the combat goes cool. Bye guys. Yeah. That was my health drops yeah. right down to down to three and off I go. Shenanigans, I know. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, and, you know, people have been teasing the spring, like you said, the spring kits hit, mm-hmm. so those are out. Regionals are happening. Be sure, and if a regional is in your area, if it's within drive time, we're expecting. Uh, 20 to 25 local players here and from what I've seen from people who have reached out to me on Facebook because I've posted the event for Colorado for those who I there might be a handful of folks coming from out of state so we might mm-hmm. get up to 30 40 folks maybe wow. I, I have no idea that being said we're gonna have in addition to the normal uh, regional hit stuff from that fantasy flight provides we're gonna have like, I men- like we mentioned earlier, uh, Unstoppable slash Bloodthirsty tokens that we're going to give away to all participants. We're going to have Traxxas Sector Warcast mats that we're going to give away to all participants. We have some swag left over from previous some participants. kits. What? Some participants. Some participants. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we don't have enough mats to give them t- out to all, but we're going to give them, maybe raffle them off and, and maybe some o- other couple surprises in there. So be sure, if you can, if you're in the area, Colorado, New Mexico, Wyoming, I don't know, Nebraska, Kansas, You're looking at Utah. me. I don't know what city's near, but I don't know what state. So. Yeah. <laughs> Ask the British guy <laughs> for, for Western, Western states, right? Um, but yeah, keep an eye out for that. Totally. So the remaining store championship in Colorado is at March 26th, the Gamers Haven. That's tomorrow as we record this. The Conclave of Gamers is taking place in Denver April 21st through the 24th, which is the weekend after regionals. We will be holding a Conquest League and offer spring kit prizes there, as well as a Traxxas Sector Warcast mat, and maybe some of these, uh, any, if, it, if we have any of these Bloodthirsty slash Unstoppable tokens left over, we might be giving those out as well. Thanks to Haunted Game Cafe for the recording space. If you would like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions for us, you can contact us at TraxXSectorWarcast at gmail.com, via our Facebook page or Twitter at TraxXSectorWC, or leave a comment in the episode's comment section. This episode was sponsored in part by Rocky Mountain PC. Thanks for listening. The Emperor Protects. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room.
I die.